Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 16 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. TC is Malik here. What's up? And it's Monday night. Uh, we have we have just completed uh, the first of the uh, the new format of the uh, the Big Four pay per view weekends. Uh, we got SmackDown on Friday, NXT Takeover on Saturday, Sunday we had Survivor Series, and uh, we capped it off. Uh, we finished it off with uh, with Monday Night Raw. Uh, four really good shows, man. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this weekend. Uh, usually, like when they do these four shows, like the like at least with the previous format where they had like Takeover and they had the the main pay per view, yeah. Raw and SmackDown. Like by the time Raw was probably like in the middle of the show, I'm like officially officially burnt out. Yep. But, like I I didn't get that feeling this weekend. Um, they kept me. I like Takeover though. was pretty was wasn't that long of a show. My Takeover was like two hours, so that yeah. helped a lot. And Survivor Series was like four. Was it four? It was like three and a half. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't really that long. Um, Raw, you know, is always three hours. Uh, yeah. Even Raw kind of went by okay. It went by really. I, I'm not gonna say fast, but I mean, yeah. it didn't like you know. Sometimes Raw like drags on sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, it'd be like the longest three hours of all the time. Like you'd be like, but, oh, this segment. Oh, I, I really don't care. Yeah, oh, this segment. Uh, I really don't care. Like, <laughs> like you look at the clock on Raw sometimes, it'll be like. Bro, it's only like it's only been two hours. Like it's not over yet. Like we still got another <laughs> hour to go. Yeah, but uh, at least for but it was pretty interesting weeks, tonight. It hasn't really raw hasn't been giving me that feeling at least for like the last month. Uh, and tonight has been really good, man. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But let's let's recap uh, NXT Takeover, man. Um, yeah. What did you think of the show? And uh, was there anything you did not like about the show at all? And uh, what's something? Uh, what's the takeaway you have from NXT Takeover War Games? Uh, this wasn't the best takeover, but I me mean, like War Games. I mean, excuse me, but it was still extremely good. Mm-hmm. The women's War Games with that that whole twist with uh, what was that? The Dakota, Dakota Kai. Kai called it last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, she like, yeah, for real. And she like just turned on her team. Uh, I was really expecting like somebody else to come out. That's I kind of want to see that. Like I don't know who would have came out, but I was like I was expecting another woman, maybe a return, like somebody coming out just to stay, just to be on the other team. Um, the men's uh, war games match, anytime attitude, me uh, undisputed era <laughs> is is in a war games match. It's amazing. Kevin Owens came, returned. To NXT, well, he was wearing his old gear too. Like I, he I wore that was his first NXT too. shirt, and uh, I, I I didn't really pay attention really uh, on the TV, but uh, some people in the arena actually said that he had like his old Titan Tron from when he first debuted in NXT. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. That was a it was a nice little callback. Uh, one of my favorite moments of the of the match actually was uh, Kevin Owens went for the stunner. And it was reversed by Adam Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole like goes to super kick him, and Kevin Owens catches his foot, spins him around, hits him with a stunner again. And uh, <laughs> the reason why I love that spot so much was that that was actually the the ending spot to uh, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold 
at yeah. WrestleMania 14. And so, like, <laughs> I popped crazy for that. I was like, yo, that's WrestleMania 14. It's one of my favorite, like, main events WrestleMania. Like, it's not a good, Monster. it's not really that good of a match. One, one of my like, first ones I can ever remember. Yeah, I remember it. I remember yeah. it. So, like, every time I think it, it's like our, Mike Tyson was around. I had to, uh, I had to videotape, like, the. Yeah, me too. The old WWE at home video. Yeah. It's one of my favorite WrestleManias just because of, like, <laughs> I watched the hell out of it when I was little. So, like, I recognized that spot immediately. Uh, and I don't really recognize callbacks that often. I don't know why. I just consume so much wrestling. But, but like, those, those ones I remember, I remember. Uh, man, uh, the pay-per-view was really, really good, dude. Um, the first match, like, like I said, I called the Dakota Kai. Uh, I just didn't know how it would happen. And uh, there are some questions that need to be answered uh, this Wednesday on NXT. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. My favorite, my favorite part of the match is also the most scariest to me. Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, you talking and, uh, about the, the, the men's Cole. war games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, bro, I was so scared because, you know, he's yeah, already, Tommaso already broke his neck. But just to see how the way they landed, he he protected both of them extremely well. Oh, yeah. But – like I was like my hands were sweating when they were on top and how the way he had Adam Cole I'm like, yo, this could mess up Cole, this could like Tommaso, this might be his last match if something goes wrong and he landed it. But then like, next thing you know, yeah, uh, me and Britt Baker, <laughs> me and <Brent> Baker <laughs> had the same face. I was, I was really about to bring that up. Me and Britt <laughs> Baker had like the same face when that happened because like they showed Britt Baker in the crowd and I was like, I I was like. I ain't thinking nothing of it because I, I was still in shock from it happening. But like I, I seen it and I was like, um, she looked familiar, but like I'm too in shock right now about what happened to really process it. I was until I seen people like yeah, I seen like people talking about it and like you guys sent me the pick and I was like, Oh, that was her. But like like I was really that spot scared the hell out of me, dude. Yes, I was man. legit scared. Like cause I knew like I knew what they were gonna do. And I was just like, I had my hands over, like I had like my hand over my mouth, and I'm like, "Yo, they not about to." And then yeah. when it happened, I just like put my hands up on my head, like like this. I was like, "No, yeah. no fucking way!" I was I was really concerned, like like can somebody just confirm that they're actually okay <laughs> after that? Yeah. I was I was more I was, concerned for Adam Cole, like in the position he was in, right. And then, Champa like, did you know, Champa's job, injury man. history as well. So, man, uh, kudos to those guys for – I mean, you go up in front of 10,000, 12,000 people. I don't know. I don't know, like, how many people are actually in the arena. But yeah. you go in front of, like, thousands of people, and you only got one shot at pulling that move off. And to, I, was, I was screaming, be careful, man, be careful. I was like, like I was screaming, like, please. No. Even like in the, in the women's war games where you had like Io Shirai hit the moonsault, I was like, bro, yeah, please do not kill yourself up here. <laughs> it, like, man, wrestling really it scares the hell out of me, dude. Like the, these, these work rate, like the work rate <laughs> matches now you see kind of dominating the industry. Those scare me yeah. because, like, some of those spots, because just like you could end up paralyzed, you end up Super. just you probably kill yourself. And I don't want to see, I don't want to see nobody die on live television. 
we see but we see a lot of a lot of them now are being very um safe honestly like a lot of these guys who i see certain moves that could really go wrong they're making sure they're at their best ability where if, if like a moonsault off the cage or moonsault off off a ladder or anything like that they're catching them and they're landing safe and also selling the spot as well so um I think Triple H and you know whoever is like training these guys is doing a phenomenal phenomenal job with that. And it, exactly like Shawn Michaels, uh, Matt Bloom, uh, everybody else. I don't know all the train. I know Norman Smiley's down there. Shout out to Norman Smiley. Uh, <laughs> he's been know, there for a minute. Yeah, I know he's down there training. But all those trainers, man, a uh, phenomenal job. And, and it's also just about building trust too. Uh, yeah. One. One important thing I learned, like studying acting, is the most important person uh, in the scene is your scene partner, and that's actually true for for like wrestling too. Like the most important person is matches your opponent because you have to trust each other when you do any spots. Like you got like catch me, bro. Like you better catch me when I do. <laughs> I'm flipping right. out the ring at full speed. Like catch me yeah. and like break my fall a little bit so I don't like end up playing my face and a lot of them are are like the agility they have now is i've seen a lot of guys flip all out the ring and land on their feet i have no idea how they're doing this but like they why, why my thing is why why isn't hollywood called these guys in man be like, like stunt man like i mean yeah. y'all could, I mean, if you wanted to take a break like guys like ricochet or somebody yeah you wanted to take a break from you know Bam, bam, slamming on the mat for right. you know Google however long. Like you want to make some good money. Like Cirque du Soleil could use you for a couple of shows. Like if you wanted to learn the choreography, yeah. like even if it's just like an action movie, Fast and Furious, where you just in it, like they just in the background like, fighting or something like yeah. That. Like I went to a Cirque du Soleil show like uh, about a month ago, and the whole time I'm watching them do these things, I was like, it just reminded me of, like guys like Ricochet and Will Ospreay. Like all those yeah. guys, I was like, damn. <laughs> That's the whole thing I was thinking about the whole time. I was like, they could do this shit if they wanted to. Right. I was, I remember um watching Ray Phoenix Ray Phoenix and uh Nick Jackson this week, and they had like I had no expectations for that match, but it was incredible. But both of them was just like how the way they were landing on the like their feet, or they might, you know, if they do fall, it's like a quick roll, and it's just these guys, I don't know. I think Hollywood need to need to look up and, and see. You have a lot extreme amounts of talent right here that that you can use. This is something minor. You don't gotta, you know. We're not, you know, talking about you know poaching guys from WWE and ended up with like you know fifteen rocks in the industry coming up. Like I mean, because not a lot of those guys had hey. uh, charisma like The Rock either. But no, no, they, I'm not saying acting. I'm just talking about just, like stunt work and yeah, yeah, or like, or like maybe I choreography, just choreography, like choreographing stunts. If they have yeah. to pay, play lackeys in movies where they just a big aggressive person that knows how to fight or anything like that, like that's what Roman Reigns did in Hobbs and Shaw. That's yeah, like that's all they gotta do. <laughs> Everybody loves seeing flips, and it's really them doing it. So just throwing ideas like, out there. And one of my favorite things, like when you have wrestlers in in movies that play those minor characters, like they'll do like they moves or something. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan watching, be like, oh, he did. It. Like I remember, like The Rock did the People's Elbow, like in a like Scorpion King. 
Oh, I gotta go back yo. and see that. <laughs> I was like, ten year old me was like, "Yo, he just did the the people's elbow." Like, and they like they made a big deal out of it to show he actually did it. Like, like Hobbs and Shaw, Roman did the did the ooh shit, and I was like, "Okay, Roman." Like, okay. <laughs> like man, uh, Hollywood, yeah. do you think? Hollywood, do you think? Uh, ideas, man. Uh, also on the card, man, we had a uh, Pete Dunn and Damian Priest. Uh, Pete Dunn defeated Damian Priest and Killian Dane uh, to to become number one contender for the NXT Championship. I did not watch that whole match. Um, that was because the the women's war games is just like kind of it kind of took me out a little bit. So I was like, man, let me go get some food real quick and just regroup. And so I came back. I saw probably like the last like eight minutes. It was a really good match from what I saw. Uh, it was it looked a little better than what I thought it was going to be because oh. I think on a card that only has four matches, like that's that's the weakest match out of out of all of them. Yeah, and that's saying something when that's the weakest match. Yeah. So like that's the weakest match. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta find time to you know get a breather in or go you know gotta go use the bathroom or something. Like, unfortunately, that's the match. And I remember back in the day when we had, like, the Divas, like, the Divas were still around. And those were, like, designated pee break matches. <laughs> Five-minute matches, you go to the bathroom real quick and come back and not miss a thing. And they don't have they don't have matches like that anymore. Like, every even on the main pay-per-views, there's always, especially recently in the last year or so, it's been a lot of a lot of really good matches and, and no filler for the most part. Yeah, I mean, wrestling is back to the competitive state of it almost like pisses me off with WWE because I'm like, they had this ability to do all this all these years. We've been asking for this. It was just they knew that, you know. Hey, who who else you gonna watch? You gonna watch your back? You know what I mean? I, I look at it this way: if you're going down the highway and you're the only one on the highway, you are gonna put it on cruise control. You ain't about to, you know, sit sit up and yeah, keep but that, driving. That 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 sucks for the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, it do. At the end of the day, we've supported y'all for how many decades? It's like, yeah, you don't gotta go full force with everything, but like everything don't have to be. So part when we know y'all ability, like that's the thing we know we knew the ability. I think that's the fans' biggest problem. Like, come on now, we we know y'all could could really get down and like throw some good stuff, but it was like, well, we, we know we the you know we the ish, you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, now we get we get good wrestling from everywhere, from from WWE to AEW, uh, NXT, uh, NWA, <laughs> like. Those shows are very entertaining to me. NWA is uh, really entertaining, but like I, I'm not gonna watch for a while until like they'll get they get those Jim Cornette shows out of rotation. Oh my god! Yes. Once, once them are done, then I'll, I'll check back in and see what's cracking. Uh, uh, I want Impact. I don't know. This is something about Impact's production that I just don't like. I try to watch. it. I just do not like. The I haven't turned. I haven't turned on an episode yet. I'm going to try to watch it later this week, maybe. 
I wish, I don't know, maybe it's like, it's not bright enough for me. Like, I don't know, it just seemed dark. Like, I feel like I'm in a hotel watching the show. It, it, it seems like super indie compared to how it yeah. used to be. Where it kind of, like, the production was okay when it was on Spike. Yeah. Like, now like, it just like, seems like really indie. And I can't, I'm, I can't get into like. I feel like I'm watching home video. I, I'm spoiled by World Wrestling Entertainment's production. Yeah. So, Dynamite reminds me of. Which AEW in general kind of reminds me of that mid late nineties WCW feel with their production, uh-huh. which is is okay. Like it's not, I mean, it's not WWE. Yeah, it's all it's still, smoky in there. It's all, yeah, it's yeah. it's still better than than like Impact. Yeah, um, but I mean, Ring of Ring of Honor never really had the big production and all that, but uh, yeah, so. Hey man, uh, Ring of Honor is not going to be around at this point next year. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> they, they need to hook up with New Japan and like something or Impact something like. Duh, it's not going to be around at all. Like exactly, it's, it's not. I mean, gonna, that, to me, that's my. That's only not going to save it. You could try to save anything or make money. There's no, it. there's no saving Ring I, I of would, Honor at this point. I would sell it to Vince. <laughs> I don't know. Sell your library. I mean, a lot of a lot of your more famous alumni are in WWE. Yeah, sell, sell them the library so WWE can do something with with it. Right. Get them so on the network. Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, uh, documentaries, and just do them justice. We can use some of that old footage. Get some of their old matches on there. Like, yeah. Like Ring of Honor is, I'm not even going to go into detail because I am lost. But I saw Joey Mercury tweeting earlier today and he was just like still exposing like the, the front office of Ring of Honor. And I'm just like, this is just, this is confusing. But Joey Mercury has hella receipts and it don't look good for Ring of Honor going hey. forward. So, yeah, like I said, this time next year, they won't they got be here. around whatsoever. Uh, probably sooner than that. But if that they're around crazy. November, what, what's today's date? November 25th. 25th. November 25th, 2020. If they are still around, um, I don't know what I'll do yet, but I'll do something. I don't know. That's, I, I used to love Ring of Honor. I did too. All the guys I liked in Ring of Honor are now is at AEW or in WWE. So, yeah, <laughs> there's really no need for me to watch them anymore. So, man, yeah, uh, I try to watch for Marty, but I'm just waiting on Marty to go ahead and go over to AEW. All right, you know where Marty's going. Yeah. We, like I said, man, we, we already know where Marty's going. <laughs> man, uh, on, on, the, on the TakeOver car, we're still on TakeOver. Sorry, guys. Uh, Finn Balor and Matt Riddle, man. What did you think of that match? Did it live up to your expectations? Uh, did you – me, I was kind of hungry for a little more. Yeah. Uh, but I know it was a – I'm not going to say last minute, but they kind of just started building yeah, towards it. Like yeah, two they, ago yeah. since Johnny Gargano wasn't cleared. But uh, it was – I think it was good for what it was. I want to I wanna see, like – like The shortest match on the card. Honestly, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing an Iron Man match between those two. That sounds, yeah. You know, give him a stipulation, number one contender or something. Like, throw him an Iron Man match or something. Like, At least 30 minutes. It's got to the, right? be an hour. Up, yeah, yeah, build up to the next takeover. 
Love to do their thing. Uh, Matt Riddle and uh and Chad Gable went at it for like forty five seconds on Sunday at Survivor <laughs> Series, and I was like, I need to see these guys in an actual match. I I don't know how they can make it happen. They're on different brands, but like make that shit happen. I mean, take the shorty G shit away and let him let him become Chad Gable. I, I, I don't even said, matter. He's still I, cold. I, I've always said, uh, take him back to NXT. I think he would fit in perfectly with the guy there. Yeah. Give him a nice little singles run because I look at guys like Tyson Kidd. He did amazing down there. And I think that's what Ch- Chad Gable needs. Give him that one last, you know, give him a little push down there. Let him do his thing. Because he is a great wrestler. That That's my biggest problem. Like, he's a great wrestler. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. No more huh? tag teams, though. He, he's, he's, he's had enough. Yeah, you've been he you've been tag champ how many times? <laughs> like how many partners has he had? I think he just had two. Like Jason Jordan and uh was Bobby Root. Robert Root. Yeah. Or was he Bobby Root still? Um I f- it feels like he's had more yeah, dude, don't it? Like let me we got Google at our disposal. Somebody <laughs> and just confirm. Uh, where is Shorty G? I was looking for Chad Gable. Oh, Sheldon Benjamin. Sheldon, yeah. I don't yeah. think they won the championship, though. No, I don't think they did. But No, nah, they didn't. That's they, why I couldn't remember. They had a little push as, as a tag team. Great value American Alpha. Yeah. Great value. Uh, what, was the, what was the best team? Or oh, world's greatest tag team? Yeah, world's greatest tag team, yeah. Shout <laughs> out to Charlie Haas. Hey, shout out to Charlie Haas, dude. Which is crazy because Charlie Haas was n- not as good as Sheldon Benjamin was. Not at all. Like when they were a team or like when they broke up. Oh, when they broke up, Sheldon Benjamin. Sheldon killed him. Sheldon yeah. beat Triple H's first match on Raw. Like, yeah, he killed, him. <laughs> he killed him. Yeah. Charlie Haas. I was, who's Charlie Haas' taxi partner? Like Rico? Yeah. I think for a while it was Rico. Then he had like a little angle with Tori Wilson, I want to say. Yeah, man. I thought, and then he like he left and he came back for a little bit. I think like I don't even remember exactly what happened. I think he was Shelton feuding was with Sheldon. Him and Sheldon was in Ring of Honor. For yeah, a they while. was teaming for like a little like earlier this decade. Yeah, I miss those guys, man. Like that, I used to hate the shit out of the world's greatest tag team. <laughs> I used to hate them. They were so. What good. else we got, man? Uh, NXT looks strong uh, heading into Survivor Series. They they put on a great show. A lot of the uh, people on the roster ended up doing double duty the very next night or Survivor Series. Uh, I enjoyed the Survivor Series show. Like I said, it wasn't too long. It didn't drag. Uh, there was a, there were a few hiccups uh, with the card, and I'm going to get into that. I'm just going to run down yeah, uh, everything that happened. Uh, at the end of the night, uh, Team NXT, uh, the brand NXT, ended up winning, was it four matches? Uh, SmackDown won two, and Raw won immediately one match. Hey, uh, compared to last year. Yeah, compared to last year when they went with six to one. Uh, yeah. yeah, Raw came out, uh, came out real sad here, and uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit here, but uh, SmackDown uh, won the first match of the night. Uh, Rudolph, uh, Robert Rudolph, and Dolph. <laughs> uh, 
for Team SmackDown. Ended up uh, winning a, a tag team battle royal that I don't think they announced at all. <clears throat> it was just like, I'm watching the pre-show, and it's like, it's time for the battle royal. I'm like, what battle royal? I don't remember hearing about this. I always love watching a battle royal. I love battle royals, though. Uh, I was, excuse me, I was uh, really upset that Street Poppers ended up losing and ended up getting eliminated last because Montez Ford wanted to hang around on the outside for like <laughs> a whole minute. Like, get your ass in the ring. And then when he finally got in the ring, he ended up getting thrown right back out. I like, see, messing around, bro. Uh, Leo Rush and a triple threat for the NXT Cruiserweight title defeated a former champion, Akira Tozawa, and uh, Lucha House Party's Kalisto. Akira Tozawa don't get enough credit. He don't. That's my guy. Like I'm a huge fan of Akira Tozawa. Uh, I wish he was back with Titus Worldwide because I yeah. thought he was really entertaining then. Um, but Titus can't really do much for him uh, nah, in NXT or in the Cruiserweight division. But they're they're yeah, both on go. Raw. You might as well just team them back up. I don't know. Replace replace them with Asuka, the Kabuki Warriors. It's all like the Japanese people. Start, start, start a big faction like that. Like, I wouldn't mind. Call them Strong Style. Don't call them the Yakuza or no shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> call them Shun, throw Shinsuke in there. Call them Strong Style. Can't throw Shinsuke in there. He on SmackDown. Got to honor the brand split. Uh, I like that new title though. But continue. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that in a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Viking Raiders uh, for Team Raw ended up beating uh, the SmackDown Tag Champs New Day and the NXT Tag Champs Undisputed Era. Uh, I thought Undisputed Era was going to come out with the dub here, but it was good to see Viking Raiders uh, come out strong. And uh, Bobby Fish ended up taking the pin like everybody expected him to. Because <laughs> like, you're not you're not taking the, the pin over uh, two former world champions in the New Day. Yep. And uh, the Viking Raiders is not going to lose to, you know. That's right. But it's good. all good. Uh, on to the main show, man. We open up with the 5-on-5-on-5, uh, five on five on five, the Women's Survivor Series Triple Threat Elimination. Uh, Team NXT, uh, Rhea Ripley ended up getting the uh, the final pin over Sasha Banks. Uh, I was really upset over that because I feel like Sasha Banks hasn't won anything significant. Not even just a yeah. match, a significant match. Since she's been back. Since, not even then, since, I, just, I don't know, dude. Um, that's how long before it's been. WrestleMania. Like, really, yeah, before WrestleMania, when at the Elimination Chamber, when they won the, the tag yeah. titles. As, but before that, I can't tell you. I don't really know. Uh, I'm hoping things change for Sasha Banks down the line because I'm I'm tired of people talking shit like she's not the goat, like she not like she not cold out here with it, like she don't like she not a four time champion. Is it is this her punishment? Because I don't what know get with the punishments. I mean. If that's the case, she was getting punished well before then. So, I mean, they put the titles on her and Bailey. Like, well, why can't why can I Bailey have nice things, Malik? Huh? Oh, why can I have nice things? I can't have. I can't. Why can my favorite women's wrestler be successful 
Everybody else is favorites. Is successful. Charlie yeah. won championship ten times. Bailey been like, doing her thing. I mean, I, I do like Bailey. Bailey's finally. I mean, Bailey's finally doing. This is this my karma for talking shit about Bailey all them years when she was not doing anything. And, this is what I tell people. Look into the future. Look at guys. Becky Lynch, man. Like she doing her thing. Why can't Sasha be the the head? Why can't Sasha be on the on the magazine covers and the video game covers, man? I mean, I mean, if you're being real, what if Charlotte like did this year? She won a women's championship in main event at WrestleMania. She won another that women's she, championship. That, that she should have been in. She should have been in that match, but that's a whole no, other story. That's all, yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> like she hey, in that match just because I think I, she's... I think I got blocked for being a Sasha Banks fan on Twitter. By who? I don't know, some random dude. Because, like... <laughs> shout, shout out! Shout out to the undisputed hater. Uh, shout out to biggest, our guy, biggest Sasha Banks hater. And I, like, I go back and forth with do all the time. Like, it's no malice. Like, I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of a Sasha stand, but I'm not on that on that level of like you've seen the actual Sasha stands on Twitter. Yeah, that's a whole nother fucking level. I'm yeah, not like, there. I'm not sure. If high. Yeah. Yeah, she got super high, like on Beyonce yeah. level. Yeah, she got all the super- all the women, all the women in the company have like a hive mind of fans, and they go back and forth with each other, like Sasha, Alexa, Becky, Charlotte. Uh, I even found a Tamina stand page. Like, oh god, so like yeah. literally every woman in this company has like Nia Jax has like a really like super high uh, as well. But like I don't know if this dude, like I seen him like tweeting my guy Marcus from the Undisputed Hater. I seen him tweeting him. I was like, what the fuck? This dude got me blocked. So I go look from our page, and I see like he was like talking shit about Sasha. I was like, oh, he must think I'm one of them super hardcore Sasha stands. And so like I got blocked for being a Sasha stand by another another black dude, which I feel like that's hurtful, man. Like those black wrestling fans got to stick together. It's not too many of us out here. And we need right. each other to prosper. You can't just be blocking people for being fans of people you don't like. That's silly. That's silly, my dude. Get your life together. You know, people take this to the heart. They do. It's just fucking wrestling. Right. It's a it's a soap opera. Like, I don't take this shit seriously like that. Come on, fam. Anyway, uh, moving on, man. Roderick Strong ended up getting a win over my guy. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Like I said, because it made so much sense for Undisputed Era to come out strong here. I just want to say this. I love how, I don't know, man, the people that I've been rooting for, since I've watched NXT in 2014, a lot of them has, haven't had the best fair shake. But a lot of them has did great. Like, I'm, I, I love seeing Becky Lynch is one of my favorites. And, like, I really didn't think she was really going to go nowhere. But like, like honestly, a lot of people. Only thing, a lot she of people. She was fourth fiddle in the in the four horsewomen. Yeah, on the NXT, so, and now she's bigger than all of them. All of them. even Charlie. Like, I mean, Charlie's more successful, but Becky is a bigger star at this point. Yeah, Charlotte's the John Cena. And she also, Charlotte has the benefit of her last name too. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy how much just a heel turn can do. <laughs> yeah, like for anybody, she, Becky became like the Stone Cold, like. You got you got your Stone Cold and Becky. You got your Rock and Sasha. You got your Mick Foley and Bailey. <laughs> and then 
with, with Charlotte's what like a Shawn Michaels. Um, if we could compare Triple them. H. Triple H, yep, yeah, right there. Triple H in two thousand is more comparable. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of all of them, man. Um, like Roderick Strong, I've I've always liked Roderick Strong. It just like some people just come out of nowhere, and I'm just like, yo, I'm a fan of them. It's like Johnny Gargano, I was a fan of him. I I did not like Roderick. I didn't like I I don't I didn't follow a lot of these guys on the indie circuit uh, before they came into WWE because I wasn't really following indie wrestling. Uh, much much at all this decade compared to like how i did when i used to, you know used to watch when i was in high school um not too big on indie wrestling didn't know much about a lot of guys that come to nxt but i see guys hyping up like these signees coming from the indies to nxt and so i goes you know i, I get hype over these guys because i see other guys on the internet hyping them up not saying that everybody on the internet is right but i see like all right let me i, I give them a chance that's, uh-huh. that's what I'm trying to say. Like, guys come in, they hyped up. I give them a chance. And if I like them, I like them. Uh, Roderick Strong was really good in the ring. Like, he was in a Cruiserweight Classic, right? Yep. Yeah, so um, I wasn't too big on, like, because it wasn't much of a character to Roderick Strong. Until he turned heel. Until, until <laughs> take over New Orleans when he joined yeah. the Undisputed Era. And now he's, he's my second favorite member of the Undisputed Era. <laughs> Uh, right. I'm, I'm enjoying the matches he puts on every time he goes out there. Uh, he, a lot of his moveset is like backbreakers, but I don't mind because like he makes them look good. That was like his thing in NDC, you know, like okay. all the crazy back backbreakers. That was like his thing where he. I don't was, mind it because it's he got so many. He got so many. He got a whole bag of backbreakers. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Roger Strong, a North American champion. You you get a win over AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. That is that's huge. Uh, that that's is. huge for your reputation amongst people who probably didn't know who you were until like yep. four weeks ago. I feel like Finn Balor needs a faction. Like, I feel like you just throw him a couple guys who hasn't done anything. One guy I, don't think I, he, I, I, I like think he to. Does, but he, I don't think he does. Cause you look at what he's saying, he's kind of he kind of it seems selfish at this point. Like he's he's a selfish character. He's uh, he really only care about like that's how I came from that's... NXT and I leave and I come back and it's like all these you know all these who, who are these niggas you know what I'm saying? Like, that's you how really... I feel about Adam Cole though. Like he's a selfish character, but he rock with his guys. Like I feel like. If they give Finn Balor just a couple guys that honestly nobody cares about, it's it's still gonna be all about him. Why? Because people don't really know him or care about him. Like like I said, Shane Thorne, mm-hmm. he you know he hasn't did much of anything since his partner left, and even when his partner was there, they weren't doing anything. And probably one more guy. Uh, I have no idea. Check out the hey, get my guy, uh, get my guy Malcolm Bivens to be like the mouthpiece for Finn Balor. Just have him talk his shit. Yeah, I know that's like not that. a combination. I just want to see my guy Malcolm Bivens do something. That guy is hilarious, man. Like <laughs> I said, I didn't follow a lot of guys on the Indies, but like I always heard his name, like Stokely Hathaway. And I see like uh-huh. this short, stumpy. Like he's not even short, short, but like he's like he's shorter compared to other uh-huh. guys. He's kind of stumpy. He's really unathletic. He's black, so I really had to mess with him. 
<laughs> dude is dope. So shout out to him. Um, or or what else they could do if you want to throw a, a foreman in there? I would say Tyler Breeze and Fandango just turn them completely away from all that that dance and stuff and like. We were here first, basically. We were mm-hmm. supposed to be this, and we never got that push. Like, like a stable of, like... A bitter, older crew. A stable of, quote-unquote, main roster failures. Yeah. Per se. Basically. basically. Yeah. And they, they come back to take their old stomach grounds, and they dismat at everybody. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Just just, just thinking. Just, I'm just throwing ideas uh, out there. All right, so... After after the triple threat, the champion triple threat match, uh, Roger Strong wins. Adam Cole and Pete Dunne compete for the NXT title. This was actually like the first match on the show I didn't really like. Um, I didn't see it. I'll shoot my podcast. I thought it was for Adam Cole to have like almost died the night before. <laughs> And even up. Pete Dunn went through it. Like Pete Dunn was selling like his knee that was getting worked on uh in a triple threat the night before. Um uh, Adam Cole, um I don't I don't really like when guys go full throttle when they have a match. Like when you have a match the night before, especially one is uh devastating and and you know weapons field and just a whole bunch of carnage going on like war games for adam cole to come out and kind of still kind of be able to go full throttle is it took me out of it a little bit and i i don't know what it was about that match but they never really were able to draw me in like i don't know um and i i really like pete dane but i hate that like for two nights in a row that he had that effect on me where i just wasn't able to really get drawn into what was going on um, um, I think, I think it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's, 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 I want to say like, you know, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, that's how I look at Adam Cole, where it's like, he is, well, you can Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Adam Cole. I feel like he's going to be the, that workhorse wrestler of his decade, of his time. And so it kind of I, – I wasn't surprised to see him go full throttle. Just like I wouldn't be surprised to see CM Punk or Chris Jericho or, you know, those guys go full throttle after a crazy match the night before. Shawn Michaels went full throttle with a – with what, a damn near a broken back. Like Yeah. Yeah, so – But that's, that's – That's the group I put him in. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have to go rewatch it and see my opinion change maybe – Maybe I needed a break. I'm surprised he wasn't burnt out though. Like that's my thing. I'm surprised he wasn't. Yeah. I, I'm, I think I think at that point I might have I might have needed a break from something. And I just was kind of taken out of it because I I was watching I was watching the the Pats and Cowboys game like right before Me Survivor too. Series, and I was just like so like um as a as a Pats fan trying to watch our offense play is just like <laughs> pulling my hair up. So <laughs> I was really on edge. <laughs> And then I was like, man, we should have this locked up on the turn on Survivor Series. So I'm just watching. It was like five matches at that point for like two hours and, and three hours, actually, including the uh, the pre-show. So yeah. I, I think 
after a breather, let me go watch it back and I'll probably have a different opinion on it. But uh, it was good to see Adam Cole retain. I did not see a scenario where they were going to take the title off of him. Right. Um, at least not right now. I don't know who would take the title off of him. When do we ever see Pete Dunn going to the main roster? He's been. He's on the main roster. Pete Dunn? I'm so confused. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you meant NXT. Uh, he just got the he just got the US NXT, so I don't really see him going on the main roster. Okay, but he, I'm just saying he been in, he been in NXT for like the longest. He's been well, on NXT. There, there was there was times where he he wasn't in NXT. He was like going he, crazy he was on NXT, NXT UK, and then he was doing like indie work uh, over in Europe. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about when he had the when he had the United Kingdom title. Yeah, that whole time before he had that thing for like what, like like two yeah, and a half had, years. Yeah, he had that thing for a minute. Two and a half years. That's insane. Um, <laughs> that's insane for this era. Yeah, and he was actually defending it too. Like it wasn't yeah. like he was just like not defending it. He would defend it everywhere. Like he was defending it on indie shows. Like he was defending right. it in NXT UK. Defending it in US NXT. Uh, he's a workhorse, man. Shout out uh, Pete Dunn. Shout out Pete Dunn. He's only what twenty five, and that's crazy. Crazy. He's been wrestling for over a decade. That is insane. <laughs> that's that's uh, dedication to this. That's yeah. He's really dedicated to the craft, man. You gotta respect it. Uh, Daniel Bryan and the Fiend was up next. The Fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal Title. Bray Wyatt. Is is going to be tough to really book him later on unless you just ignore the fact that this dude survived an explosion to win the title. <laughs> so like unless they unless they try to just try rewrite that revisionist history, be like, and it's WWE, so I don't put it past them <laughs> to actually do it. I wouldn't mind if they did it, but fans are going to remember it no matter what, and fans are going to turn on the fiend. Uh, they already have started over the past month or so and they're going to gradually turn on him and that character is just going to disappear off the face of the earth if fans continue to yeah. turn him. Uh, it was kind of too early to put the title on but but you got to strike while the iron is hot like that's what people criticize the WWE for is not striking while the iron is hot look at Rusev Day for instance it pro- Rusev probably should have at least got like Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I was like, I've never seen him put like the World Championship on. I, I've never seen. Like, it. I I could have seen it at one point years ago, but as far as like with the Rusev Day stuff, giving the Intercontinental Title, they could have gave him still going a tag Rusev, championship. Rusev is going crazy. Like now, Rusev is is you know we'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll cover yeah. Raw in a second, but though that's just one example of them not striking when the iron's hot. Because it's, it's just like, how long are you going to keep this title on him? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, who's going to be able to beat him? Um, and I, I have a – I actually have a, a screenshot. Um, I was going to wait till we talked about Raw. But since we're on the subject of The Fiend, Might as well. uh, I've seen a, a screenshot on Twitter uh, from uh, at Fiend D1. Uh, that's the number one. Uh, he says, since arriving in WWE, The Fiend has faced Finn Balor, 
Seth Ryan and Seth Seth Ryan, uh, Seth <laughs> Rollins and Daniel Bryan. Uh, Finn turned heel. Seth is turning heel. Spoiler alert. And Daniel Bryan is going from heel to face. Whoever the fiend touches seems to have a switch in personality. It may be coincidence, but maybe not. Like, what do you think that's about hard. that? Do you think like it's intentional, or you think it's just something that happened? I think it's something that happened. Like, I don't think nobody was that smart to discreet. No, nah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but since that's being mentioned, yeah, I, I think they probably. I think if it gains enough that. traction, they should do something with that. Yeah. They should. They should run with that. Like, because it, it goes with the, the whole hurt heel concept of the Fiend, too. Uh-huh. So, I think uh, that's that's really interesting. And I'm really – because apparently he was supposed to face the Miz at Survivor Series. And it ended yeah. up getting changed to Daniel Bryan. Um, and the Miz even looks like he's on his way to turning back heel again. But I don't know if that's just him antagonizing Daniel Bryan because they don't <laughs> like each other. So regardless, it's, it's, it's beef on site with them. Yeah, that's but, a rivalry on top of a rivalry. <laughs> yeah, it's going on 10 years. Uh, it's coming up 10 years, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. But so I don't, I don't know if it's, that's the case or it Miz might be turning. It might do Miz some good to turn back heel at this point. They really squander another face turn of the Miz. The first one, it just had no legs to stand on. This one, they could have did something with it, and they just kind of had this dude job out the Shane McMahon at multiple yeah. pay-per-views. Uh, maybe the Fiend can uh, the Fiend, excuse me, can heal the Miz. I don't know. We'll see. Um, going on to the uh, the the five on five on five men Survivor Series elimination. Uh, Team SmackDown defeated Team Raw and Team NXT. Uh, I have two takeaways from this match. I have uh, a negative takeaway and a positive takeaway. Which one do you want me to talk about first? Uh, Let's always start with the negative first. The negative? Why the fuck? I already know where you're going. I already know where you're going. Uh, When when was – it was in January. TakeOver UK Blackpool. Pete Dunne. Retains, retained his uh, UK yeah. championship. After the match, we get the debut of Walter. Walter wins the UK championship at TakeOver New York. Walter is the UK champion still. And he's been in WWE for a year. It has been undefeated. It has run through everybody he's faced. Why? Is Walter's <laughs> first pinfall <laughs> loss. Oh, this the series. first elimination in a Survivor Series match. Out of 15 men. And he was in the he was in the ring for like two minutes. And I mean, I know it's probably like a total of 30 people in the whole world. Not I mean not the whole world, but at least in the US who watched NXT UK. Like I, I tried to. And it was just – it comes on in the middle of the day, and I just don't have enough time to catch up to it afterwards. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I have not watched NXT UK in so long. I watched the last takeover that they had, and I didn't really know much of what was going on. Um, I want to try and get back into it, but, but like, 
for for people who do watch NXT UK and people who do kind of follow it like I try to follow it a little bit better. I was why the fuck would y'all do this to Walter? Exactly. Like the face of NXT UK. The face of of a of your UK NXT brand. Um I don't get it, man. I don't get it. What but was your positive? My positive, man, uh Keith Lee is a star. Keith Lee is a star. You go he like he, he know he been there before. That's great. Man, man, like he came in like he so much confidence. You go toe to toe with Roman Reigns. That's a huge name. And you two are the last survivors of your respective teams. And they just go at it. And Roman Reigns made Keith Lee look like a million bucks out there. And yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. Like and, and Roman Reigns know, like look at the family he come from. He know, you know, he know what it is. You you make those people look like stars, man, especially the, those guys. You put them over. He put Keith Lee over. Uh I really thought Keith Lee was about to secure it. Like I, I knew NXT was gonna win. Uh looking at the scores. I mean not NXT, I'm sorry, SmackDown. Oh. I was looking at what the score was at that point, and I was like, SmackDown's about to win this one, because there's right. no way they don't. And, uh, dude, Keith Lee, I really thought they was about to give him the win. I was like, I wouldn't mind it if NXT was going to pull this one out. Keith Lee is one of the, another one of those indie guys that I used to always watch. And I, I would be like, why isn't he on You were basking in his glory? He was, he was amazing. Like, a bit, was, a dude his, size, his glory. What, what, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, a dude his size – Doing the the things that he did was like, this is crazy. This like me personally, I never thought he was gonna go to WWE. I never thought he would ever do anything like that. But just to see him get there and like him be on that stage and he get to do what he do, big ups, bro. Shout out to Limitless Keith Lee, man. This is I'm an indie guy. If if y'all didn't know, this is huge for him. Um, that was dope. I might have to watch that match back again because that, that whole match was fire to me. Uh, I, I really like Survivor Series elimination matches. If At least the ones that have, like, main event guys in it. Yeah. Not the ones, like, back in the day where you had – Team MVP versus Team Mark Henry. <laughs> you had, like, Mark Henry, MVP, R-Truth, uh, 2009, Kofi Kingston, and Christian <laughs> yeah. on the same team. <laughs> Like, teams like that, it's just like, looking back on it, you don't really care, man. But when you have, like, the the 2014 one, where you have, like, Team WWE versus Authority, like, that was amazing. Yeah, you had, you had main eventers. Like, even the one a couple years ago, you had, like, Kurt Angle and, and Triple H and Braun Strowman on the team. Like, those ones give me hype. But, like, not the ones with the lower card people. They don't really give me hype yeah. that much. Um because it, it seems more important. It seems like I don't know. It just seems more important. Even though they're not fighting for anything, it's just it's just brand supremacy. It's like it's it's work. They know what it is. It's like it's that time of the year at work again. Like, you know, you know everybody's job got seasons yeah. sometimes. Like right. that's how it is in WWE. It's like okay, we it's brand supremacy, so we gotta go to work. It's our job. Like dude, Yep, and the build up for Mania is coming pretty soon too. Yeah. So I'm mean, even though there's not much at stake, 
uh, it should there should be some stakes at Survivor Series like connected to your your big four. Excuse me, your big four pay per views. Um, Survivor Series. Let whatever happens on that show have a have have a say in what happens at the Rumble. Right. And, you know, at the Rumble, obviously, you get a title shot at WrestleMania. Yep. So have those things kind of connect. Like you can make Survivor Series seem more important. I don't think Survivor Series has really seemed important until recently when they they started doing like the like having the champions fight each other. Uh huh. Like ever ever since they started doing that, it, it's kind of giving a little bit more interest. But now we gotta have them fight for something that matters. Um, I think that's next that year. Should, yeah, look, yeah, this is something they should look into doing for for next year. Yeah, uh, because this concept is probably gonna end up getting old, just like the other oh, ones. Yeah. Uh, eventually, it'll get old, especially when you can't turn out certain matchups and you just putting. Like say say you have guys like in October that you don't see competing in a three on three match or, or a champion versus champion match. I mean they did it two years ago with Jinder Mahal. They took the title off of him because nobody wanted to see Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. Not at all. So like nobody want to see Jinder Mahal. Where- yeah. So like this concept is you're gonna get you're gonna get to the point of you're just gonna be taking titles off of people for no reason. Right. And just putting them on other guys for just for the sake of this one show. So let's have them on for something that matters. Uh, a Royal Rumble, number 30 entering in the Royal Rumble from this brand or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Have them do like a battle royal or something. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, what we got uh, next? Uh, Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. Uh, it was it was a short match, just like all Brock matches are. But yeah. It it felt it felt long. It was really well paced, uh, and I actually thought Rey Mysterio was gonna win it when they did like the double six one nine with him and uh, him and Dominic. Right. They did the frog splash. Shout out to Dominic doing both of his dad's moves. Uh, the six one nine and the frog splash. Oh <laughs> Like I, I thought it was over uh, at that point. They really got me. I thought it would have been a good time to put the title on Rey Mysterio. Uh, what you don't need that Rey Mysterio is the new Intercontinental Champion. Uh, U.S. Champion. Excuse U.S. Me. He's U.S. Champion uh, as of tonight. So he, he bounced back really good. So we're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, in the main event, though, uh, Shayna Baszler beat Becky Lynch uh, and Bailey, And this match probably shouldn't have went on last. Nah. Like the the crowd wasn't really into it. Uh, if they did what I said, they should have did. It would have went. It would have been great. And and when when it went on last, I thought like, okay, Ronda's gonna come back because there's no other reason and, why this match. And all they last. were mentioning her like mentioning her. Yeah, they they name drop. Yeah, they name drop Ronda like hella times uh, on the kickoff show, and they name drop Ronda repeatedly for the main event. And so maybe she's, she's come back around Royal Rumble. Possibly, uh, but I think if you if you weren't gonna have like a big angle take place, you probably shouldn't have had this match going on at this point. And, and then you have Becky. You have like the the end angle with Becky. Yeah, like it made no sense attacking Shayna. It didn't really make sense to me other than to have like your biggest star of the division 
standing tall at the end of the pay-per-view. No. And that was really like the only purpose it had. After her roster, only won one match that night. Yeah, I won one match. Like you're yeah. no. Yeah. No. So I did I didn't get it. Um hopefully it leads to something. Hopefully. So hopefully uh, we get Shayna and, and Becky at WrestleMania possibly. Or Maybe. I wouldn't be mad. Shoot. I don't think I don't think it's time for that, that four and four yet. I think that that might be Survivor Series. Yeah, because they're not building up the other two. Like, yeah, they're, they're not, not building up the other two. Like Sasha and and Bailey are probably yeah. gonna, you know, go at it at the beginning of the year at WrestleMania. So it's not even a WrestleMania match, but Survivor Series, yeah. you can you can definitely do something we with. Probably, that. We probably won't see that match probably the end of next year if if that. Yeah, if unless that, they have another Evolution pay per view, which I'm surprised they haven't had. That's Maybe next year they'll have it. Yeah. But uh shout out to Survivor Series. It was dope. Uh it was dope. Besides like those few moments I was kind of critical of. Uh do you have any questions uh following Survivor Series heading into next year? We got the Royal Rumble build starting. Uh, you know, obviously after that is the road to WrestleMania. So like was, was there anything that you took away from Survivor Series that you think will shape up? going into next year going into next year no my takeaway from survivor series is as much as people don't want to admit it wwe they see aew because for them to really put over nxt the way they did to me that says something that to me that just says something they won how many four yeah. SmackDown went one, two. And Raw won one compared yeah. to last year. Uh, SmackDown went one and Raw, Raw went in like six. Mm-hmm. Like they're really showing the mainstream that, hey, this is what you have over here at this other show. And they're getting them tuned in to uh, NXT on, on, that, on the Wednesday nights. I think it was a perfect, perfect way to do it. You know, you, you get to really display everybody's talents. Uh, nobody was really hurt. And none of these uh, matches, probably besides Walter. But yeah, besides that, like, I think fans are going to tune in to Wednesday night and really watch NXT now. The casual fans. I think they did a great job of showcasing NXT with this. And that also brings me to my next question. Uh, what stars from NXT uh, you feel benefited the most from this weekend? I would say, you know, I, I obviously uh, brought up Keith Lee and uh, – yeah. You know, on the women's side, Rhea Ripley for sure. For sure. Uh, was Was there anyone else who you feel like benefited the most? Adam Cole. Yeah. Absolutely. You're looking at your next superstar. Without how question. The way, like, I mean, how the, how the way they built him up, he he's the next superstar. Like, and these crowds, like these are these are WWE crowds that he's been yeah. in front of, and they they have picked up on like they they have picked up on Adam Cole. Yeah. Already. Like it has, it, it didn't really take that long. Like you had the first one. Uh, where, where were they? Uh, Buffalo, I think it was, when right. they had like the first NXT invasion, and so Adam Cole comes out and they're doing Adam Cole baby, and it blew the roof off of that arena. Yep. And Adam he, Cole just has, has that so quick. Yeah, he, he had he he has it. He just, I don't know what it is, but he has it. Yeah. He, and you look at you look at who who's grooming him. Like he he had that it factor before. 
But now right. he really has it because you look at who's grooming him now, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. He is literally Shawn. He, he could be Shawn Michaels' kid. Yeah. Like, like real talk. <laughs> like, he's old enough to be Shawn Michaels' son. Like, he's, and he's part of one of the best factions of all time, and that's the Bullet Club. And Undisputed Era. Like that, nice. like like he he started his own his own thing. So even when you could take your own faction, and you do even just great. I think what was the last person we see? Well, Triple H did it, Randy Orton did it, uh, and Adam Cole really. I think of people who like started factions that did very well. Yeah, Adam Cole is is next up, man. Like he's. Apparently Vince McMahon loves him, and you know Vince McMahon loves you. Oh, you wow. good. Uh, Vince McMahon apparently also loves Keith Lee, so that, that's what? very telling that the two guys we feel benefited the most, Vince McMahon yeah. is, is high on, uh, and that's that's really all that matters. Uh, so let's hope this so keeps going. With knock on wood. Guys. Yeah. Knock on that wood, man. Uh, but let's go. Was it uh, one more, one more thing. Was there anybody besides Walter? Do you feel like could have had, could have benefited like an extra boost from this weekend? Anybody I could feel. Uh, nah. Uh, I would have said Tommaso Ciampa, but he, he, he's in his own world. So, no. Nah. Yeah, I, I thought he, he kind of did his own thing too. Um, yeah, Taz with his Taz yeah. music. I love his theme song though. I, I I love it too. And he came out with the mask and everything. Yeah. Like, what if he was in school? And never mind, I ain't gonna say it. Um, <laughs> never mind. Uh let's go on to Monday Night Raw, dude. Uh yes, so Raw being the big losers at Survivor <laughs> Series. Uh you gotta have a, a, a town hall. You gotta have a meeting. We gotta see what's going on. Like what happened? Like, let's, Who put let's Seth talk. Rollins in charge? Let's, re, let's regroup. So uh, Seth Rollins being like the the de facto locker room leader uh, decided to host a town hall and he brings the whole Raw roster out to the ring. He stands in the ring and Bessie says, y'all wasn't shit last night. Like, y'all didn't do shit. All of y'all lost. You guys were trash. Including him. Like, he forgot to. He forgot himself. about himself. You forgot. <laughs> yeah. You forgot that your own fiance lost her match too, <laughs> which which added to the to the loss total there. Like, I don't think you said nothing about her. Not at all. She you know why? She's the man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he you know insulted Randy already. He said Randy, you weren't shit. You were a weak link on our team. Charlie, you weren't shit. Yeah. You you ended up getting you know you were the captain. And your own, you know, your own troops turned on you. Yeah. Like, Ray Mysterio, Rain, you weren't you shit. You and your son like, ain't shit. It was like, you you and your son ain't shit either. I beat Brock Lesnar twice this year. You couldn't even do it when you had the, the advantage of having weapons. And you and your son also, you couldn't, you a bum ass. And he basically went, yeah. ran through everybody. Oh, you and, old mother. <laughs> and everybody said, hey, fuck you. Like why are we why are we yeah, why are we, why, yeah. why you come out here? Yeah, like, why are we out here? Like yeah. and uh everybody left except yeah. Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens like, fuck you, dog. Hit him with Shut up. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but like my, my my favorite thing about that was 
Like that whole segment was basically like a whole big ass rib on Dave Meltzer, who <laughs> who reported shortly after the whole uh, plane hostage situation in Saudi Arabia that Seth Rollins held a meeting in the locker room that wasn't well received. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up! And they decided to, you know, touch on that. Yeah, I was really entertained by that. Uh, yeah. But uh, Seth Rollins challenged Kevin Owens to a match. Um, Titus O'Neil gets on Raw and uh, gets Bobby Lashley. Um, Man. So earlier in the night, Rusev got uh, hit with a summons. Uh, you, you ever seen Pineapple Express? Yeah. So, like, at the beginning with, like, Seth Rogen's character is, like, serving people with these summons like and everything <laughs> yeah they gotta make a reality show about that they should that'd be hard as fuck you've been served <laughs> like what are the, at least one of the, like you know the fake ones that's just like clearly yeah. fake yeah but, but like, you can do so much with it though yeah but, like yeah so he's serving like summons and everything so but in order to serve summons like these people tr- try to avoid so you gotta come up with these creative ways to try to serve these people with their legal documents. Yeah. So uh, Rusev got served with a restraining order by uh, somebody who uh, faked as a fan wanting to get his autograph coming into the arena. And it was a restraining order said he's not allowed inside the arena. So Rusev can't even come to work. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Uh, He snuck in anyway. And beat the shit out of Bobby Lashley. Uh, gave him a gave him the Monty Brown pounce off of the stage yeah. through a table, and uh, ended up getting uh, arrested by it looks like real policemen because it was like, yeah. you yeah, know, real. yeah, it was that this one you know Chief Wiggum looking dude. <laughs> it it wasn't you know your typical you know big buff swole. Yeah, obviously wrestling. you wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> you're obviously You'll a wrestler. Be here in a couple years, we'll be seeing you. Be like, y'all remember he arrested Rusev on Raw that one night. Yeah. Now he's the world champion. Like, yeah. shout, out, <laughs> shout out to him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Rusev, uh, Rusev and Bobby Lashley, I think is has the potential to be really good. Um, regardless of how you may feel yeah. about the storyline, like now Rusev damn near killed them. Now yeah, it's, really it's, it's not even it's not even like the the real just like Jerry Springer type stuff yeah. going on no more. Like now it's. It's getting personal. We, we kind of moved you? past that. Yeah, we kind of we kind of moved past that. So Rusev has lost his mind, and I think this this is good for Rusev. It's good for Lashley too, because like like we said before, these two guys have just been kind of lost in the sauce over the yep. past few years. Like ever since the whole uh, Rusev Rusev Day thing ended, Rusev hasn't really done much. He hasn't. Um, I don't really know if he's been hurt. Uh, when he's been away for so long. And even when Lashley, since the whole situation with Leo Rush ended suddenly, Bobby Lashley hadn't done anything. Yeah, And so this is good for both of those guys. They've been getting on TV. They've been in the highest rated segments uh, on cable. They've been in the highest rated segments on YouTube. So people, people are enjoying this and I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting to see two guys. I like being on TV. Not a big fan of Lana, but it's whatever. Like it's, it's a it's a it's a package it's a package deal. If you like Rusev, you getting Lana. 
Um, right. I'm just glad to see those two on TV, and I think they'll have a really good match if permitted, if they get enough time to really do their thing, which I think they will. They don't need to be on some bullshit for, like, you know, 15 minutes. But I think right. a good, like, seven to ten minute brawl, them just yeah. beating the shit out of each other. Like, it's it's TLC, so let them get in, like, a... Tear up something. Them, yeah, let them just be in some sort of... You know, dude, no, no tables match. I don't, yeah, I don't see no, no chairs match. I hate no, I don't want to see, I don't want to see them two in a ladder match. Don't do that. No, but let them, let them just, just, just just call it a no DQ or whatever, no whole board. Let them just do their thing. Right, it's personal, man. Yeah, it's it's personal thing. So it 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 needs to be violence. Yeah, let violence happen. happen. Hashtag let violence happen. Uh, AOP uh, were among the uh, members uh, of the Raw roster at the Town Hall. They also got berated by Seth Rollins. It was like, you guys didn't even show up. If you guys were there, you guys were talking about wanting to beat people up for months. Hey, dude, nothing. And y'all weren't <laughs> even there. We could have used you last night. And so AOP was like, hey, fam, fuck you. Yeah. They came out and beat the shit out of uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Your former world tag team champions. <laughs> uh, people don't. I forgot that they were they tag won champions. At WrestleMania they too. won at WrestleMania. I forgot that. I forgot that happened until I seen him in the ring. I was like, "Oh yeah, the they won the tag title." Zach Ryder win something at WrestleMania, but then he don't do nothing for the rest yeah, of the year. Right. Like, Zach Ryder got a job for life, though, man. It's like, yeah, they've been like, there over ten years now. Yeah, they've been there like with eleven years going on. Yeah, 12. yeah. Like Zach Ryder is good. Like. He could stay there. He'd know every time that WWE comes to New York for anything. At WrestleMania, at least, he going to win the title. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's good. He's good in every hood, man. Um, Andrade beats uh, Kira Tozawa. That was pretty cool. Uh, it was whatever. Then yeah. not much happened. Uh, Matt Hardy made his return, dude. Hey. I, was, I, I heard the music. I, I didn't know who it was because I, th- I thought it might have been Jeff. Because um, Matt Hardy was doing like this whole broken thing. And what online? No, nah, like just like oh, last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. And then he I came back earlier this year teaming with Jeff. And now he like has the old music back. So it was yeah, good to he... see Matt Hardy on Raw, dude. Hopefully uh, he can come back more often. He's not just, you know, he's at this point in his career, he's uh he's the veteran, he's a veteran jobber. Yeah, he's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the vet jobber is probably like the dopest job in the world. I yeah, think you it, get paid it, to it, do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you get paid to do nothing. Like your career is already set. You're you're a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And you get the you get to teach guys. Going to Royal Rumble, yeah. staying in there for about a cool ten minutes to get yeah. a little bit. You get the you get the mentor guys and put them over. I think it's probably a dope job to have. Like you already paid your dues, and now it's like this new point in your career. And Matt Hardy has a hell of a career, man. In, Very in underrated career. The, in and out of the ring, he's a. In yeah, man. I think he's very underrated as far as like his career goes. Yeah. Because um, Jeff had a better career, like singles wise, but Matt Hardy had a really good singles career too. I don't yeah. think it gets that much recognition because he's kind of in the shadow of his little of brother. His brother, yeah, Which not sucks. a bad shadow though. 
It's not. It sucks, but it's it's whatever. Uh, uh, loses to Buddy Murphy, and uh, after the match, Buddy Murphy talking yeah. shit to Aleister Black some more, like he did last week. Uh, this time, Aleister Black came out and just uh, kind of ran his ass off. So Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy is going to bang. Match. Oh, I, can't I can't wait, wait either. And shout out to Buddy done. Murphy because I mean, people like to talk like Buddy Murphy's getting buried, but. Ever since he's been on in the main roster, uh, you know, one of the 205 live, and he was on SmackDown for a little bit, and now he's on Raw, he doesn't really lose that often if you pay attention, right? I mean, he's not featured as often. He's kind of getting featured a lot more now, uh, you know, with this few Aleister Black, but he's been doing his thing, dude. He's been doing his thing. Shout out to Buddy Murphy. Shout out to Buddy Murphy, dude. Uh, we get a U.S. title match uh, coming up. AJ Styles was set to face Humberto Carrillo, uh, but it never happened. The OC beat Carrillo, and he was not uh, healthy to compete. Yeah. Uh, instead, Ricochet comes out, challenges AJ Styles. AJ Styles is like, nah. Uh, Randy Orton comes out, challenges AJ Styles. AJ Styles is like, nah. nah. Drew McIntyre comes out, does the same thing. AJ Styles like, nah, fam. You really tripped. I'm not so taking like, that. You think I'm tripping you? <laughs> right. So like, <laughs> Ray Mysterio comes out. He's like, you know what I mean? Why don't, why don't all of us, you know, do a number one contenders match right now in Fatal 4 away, see who's going to face AJ Styles later. Uh, Ray Mysterio ended up winning that match. It was really good. Uh, and then immediately afterwards, AJ Styles and Ray Mysterio face off. Uh, the OC gets kicked out of ringside. And AJ Styles loses uh, the Ed, excuse me, not the Intercontinental. I think I might have said Intercontinental again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. title, AJ Styles loses to Rey Mysterio. Uh, fun fact for you, uh, in 2009, Rey Mysterio won the Intercontinental Championship twice in the same year. His first two reigns with that title. In 2019, he has won the U.S. title twice in the same year. His first two reigns with that title. So, yeah, a little fun fact for you. And, uh, and I think that's the build that he won his first. First world championship, man. Yeah. Uh, All-State Arena at WrestleMania yeah. 22. So, shout out to Ray Mysterio. Still doing his thing, dude. It was a time another, period. Another veteran. I, yeah. If, if you people, like, knew – if y'all follow me on Twitter, like, in 2010, 2011, like, y'all know I hated the fuck out of Ray Mysterio. And that's because I didn't – feel like he had a purpose anymore in the company. He just did. And then, yeah, he needed to go away for a while at, the, at that time. And then this the the breaking point was WrestleMania. Not WrestleMania, I'm sorry. Uh, Raw Rumble 2014. Oh, my God. When he was the number 30 <laughs> oh, entrant and oh everybody thought we were getting Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yes. Like. That's the first time I ever heard Ray Mysterio get booed. Ray, yeah, he got booed out of that fucking arena. It's crazy. So like, I wasn't a big Ray Mysterio fan, but like, I, I'm enjoying his run here. Uh, his, last, his last run for he hang hang up hanging yeah, up. Yeah, man. So hopefully him and Dominic. Hopefully it's not the last championship Ray wins. I want to see him and Dominic win the tag titles at WrestleMania. It feels like the Raw Tag Championships are at least for the past <laughs> few years it just been They're Lucy's. <laughs> yeah, it's like at WrestleMania we're gonna have a moment be made at WrestleMania. Like, the Hardys came back and won them. They first match in WWE and oh however God, such long. A beautiful, such a beautiful moment. They won the tag titles, didn't really do much with them. Nope. Uh, the nope. very Still next year. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, in the very next year, Braun Strowman wins them with Nicholas. a 10-year-old. 
this year. We just talked about it. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder winning. So next year, Rey Mysterio and his son are winning the tax. How does that wrestle? Guaranteed. Mark that first. You heard it here first. Every time we say that, nothing happens though. So, <laughs> we said that last week. Like we said that last well, week. You, you got it right had. last week. Did you call Kevin Owens? And uh... I didn't say you heard it here first. Afterwards, now oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember. It's like whatever we say that line. That's when like nothing happens, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, heard it here last. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Ray Mysterio. Congrats, uh, two-time U.S. champ. Uh, hopefully your son doesn't turn on you. But, uh, Kevin Owens cut a really good promo too, man. Uh, it was really dope. Uh, Asuka finally beats Charlotte. Uh, they had another great match. They always had really good matches. I love what they're doing with the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, they they really they building really them up. Today's on. Yeah, yeah they they doing something with them now. Both of them. They were gone yeah. for a, for a while. Yeah, now they got their own theme song for the team now, right? Yeah, they got a, they got new theme music. Yeah, yeah. Finally, yeah. they're booking them as a real tag team. So they're, they're a real tag team, and um, I, I don't, Becky Lynch was not on this show. That was odd. Um, right. I think we're gonna see something involving Becky and Charlie at TLC next month versus the Kabuki Warriors in the TLC match for the tag titles. That should be good. And unfortunately, they probably win. <laughs> they might win, unfortunately, but that's, it's going to piss me off if they do win. I'm going to really be hot. Yeah, but we probably won't see the Kabuki Warriors do nothing for like a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of Oscar losing on the big stage. Like, all, like I said, man, all my favorite female wrestlers can't get over it. <laughs> Like, I like what Oscar is with it? the mist now. Like, yeah, that's like, nice. that a the, nice touch. The great Muda Tajiri. No yeah. great Kabuki mist, man. Shout out to shout out to Oscar, dude. But like Oscar and Sasha Banks, my two favorite women's wrestlers. And yeah. neither one of them really get a fair shake. And like, people forget Oscar was undefeated for like a minute. 900 plus days. Yeah. That's insane. And now but look. On to the next man. And uh, in our main event, Kevin Owens uh beat Seth Rollins by DQ. After uh, the AOP came out, beat the shit out of Kevin Owens, and uh, they kind of threatened Seth Rollins, and then just walked away. And then Seth Rollins just like curb stumps Kevin Owens for the hell of it at the end of the show. We have a heel Seth Rollins again. Uh, yep. Uh, it's about I wish, time. I wish, I wish they would have said like I wish that I wish they would, uh, I wish they would have had the AOP kind of like set up Kevin Owens and uh, for. Seth to do the curve stuff. Just to really justify that heel turn. I think there might be something they got coming on. Possibly you could see Seth Rollins have AOP yeah. by his side. Like you guys are the only worthy people on this yeah. roster. I'll fuck with you for whatever reason. Um J and J security got big, man. <laughs> <laughs> Put on some muscle. Hey. And grew hey. hair. They, they grew hair. They put on some muscle. They grew, you know, a whole foot taller. It's got a big ass tan. Man, they got they got tans. They they <laughs> learned new languages while they was away. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Ain't man. no boys no more. Man, shout out to AOP. Uh, it's good to see them back. Both of them are finally healthy. Tag uh, champions. Two main event, man. Pretty soon. 
did they win it? Uh, yeah, they did win it. Yeah. I think they had them before. Like I said, man, like like you said, man, how potatoes, uh, how potato that title around, and they. The titles are some thoughts, man. Like, yeah, they, they, they bouncing from team to team. <laughs> That's they bouncing from team to team. That's the thought title. Like, <laughs> the thought team. The thought tag team. <laughs> the triple team. Because, <laughs> like, let me let me run down. Let me run down, like, some of the last few recent reigns. Rariana. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's, that's tough. That's the, well, she listened to the show. She... <laughs> You know she'll listen to this shit, but <laughs> all right, dude. Look, look at this, man. This is it's a lot going on. So we have aside from aside from the bar who who seemed to get like really long title reigns when they had it. Like, the the bar ended New Day's. Uh, New Day held the title for four hundred eighty days. The bar beat them for held it for just a little bit over a month. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson held it for like two months. The Hardys held it for like two months. So we get just like a bunch of two-month title reigns between like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, The Bar, uh, Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. I forgot they held it <laughs> for like a month. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman and Nicholas held it for like a day. Because uh, <laughs> he I had for- school. Yeah, I, for- I forgot Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy held it. And oh, they sure did. Long-ass time. The B team held it. Yeah, Dolphin and Drew Mack, they held it. Uh, Seth and, and Dean Ambrose, they had it for like two weeks. Um, AOP, they did win it. Held it for like a month. Lost to Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. The Revival won it a couple times. Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Uh, <laughs> the Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson held it for like three weeks. Braun and Seth held it for like a month. Uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode held it for a month, and uh, the Viking Raiders have held it for just a little bit over a month now. Uh, yeah, they hot potato that title around a lot, so Viking Raiders probably gonna gonna lose soon to I don't know who, but yeah, I mean, we need some stability with that title. Like, yeah, so yeah, the, the championship has been around for seventeen years. We have about like eighty champions so far. That's crazy. We had a couple like really long range. So aside from the long range, it's just been a whole lot of short ones, especially recently. So let's get some stability with that belt, man. Yes, sir. I'm tired of, 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 the, of the hot potato, man. Yep, man. But uh, this is Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, and you know you already know the deal. You follow us Instagram, Twitter. We had a really good week of engagement on Instagram this past weekend. Like, yeah, my phone went blowing up. Man, especially like whatever whatever the hell that was you posted on the sports page, it just went crazy. Which one? Like the I didn't appreciate it. It was a black dude getting knocked out. Oh, oh yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh that that that's that spinning uh elbow. Oh, you had him sleep. Yeah. I was surprised I caught that much. The crazy thing, I wasn't even gonna post that at first. And I was just like, oh, let me let me just do it. Yeah, it's, uh, there's all it's, the pages. It's at, it's at nine thousand right now. Shout it's out to 9, us. Nine thousand. Ooh, nine thousand. Going crazy. 
I wish every person that viewed that would follow us, but hey, hey, it is what hey, it is. They, they don't though. That's the thing. Like, let me let me give you some stats here, man. People could just look and like leave. Guys, <laughs> if, if if you made it this far into the podcast, I'm gonna give you some stats because I mean, if you made it this far, you probably already follow us anyway. But yeah, we reached from uh, last Monday to Sunday, we reached twenty two thousand people. And we had 41,000 impressions. You know how many people followed us? <laughs> 15. Uh, 15. <laughs> uh, Come on, fail. We've had, we've had, yeah, yeah, 42,000. Uh, 42,000 impressions since Monday. And I think we have about... 20 followers no 30 we went from 150 to 188 so on, on the sports 38 yeah so That's crazy man i'm just saying folks i mean if y'all seen it please follow please follow tell somebody else to follow we really building this up uh but thank y'all for listening as always man have, man. A, have an amazing thanksgiving yeah happy thanksgiving to, to those who celebrate it if you don't uh I don't know what people do who don't celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, hopefully you're doing some productive, you know, I'm doing something, you know, engaging in some uh, philanthropy. Yeah. You know, if that's not the case, you know, you can always go, you know, feed the homeless, feed the vets, something like that if you don't want to celebrate yourself. But man, uh, as always, or you can man, go back in our archives, archives and uh, listen, listen to Yeah, listen to some. Yeah. Go, go. We don't have nothing, you know, that's like, you can just listen to, listen to. All of our stuff is is current, current yeah. news, and so it's probably you know some old news by the by the time you go listen. But you still listen, whatever. Yeah, you can still yeah. listen. Like you know, yes, sir. Get our opinions on everything. That's what we do. YK Wrestling, you know, follow us uh, at YK Wrestling. If you if you made it this far, if you listening, hashtag YK Wrestling. If you, if you listening, let us know. They don't let us know. They don't let us know if they listen. Right. I see y'all. y'all I see up. y'all listening. I see the stats, but like, let us know y'all listening, please. I see, I see it, but just let us know. So we, you know, I feel good about it. I feel good. Yeah. When I see and check it. out the other sports podcast, uh, Young King Sports. Young King Sports we are podcast available everywhere. Also, yes, we're available. Uh, Insta- Instagram, Spotify, uh, <laughs> iTunes, uh, Google Play, anywhere you can listen to, to podcasts at. You can check us out, man. Uh, yes, sir. Follow me, uh, TC Fontaine, on Twitter, iContra underscore. That's I-K-O-N-T-R-A underscore. On Instagram, you can follow Malik at Malik.LV on Instagram and Malik S-Y-P on Twitter. You can follow yes, YK Sports 2-3, YK Wrestling. And we got anything else? With, with, what's, what's the other pages you got? You got so many pages. SYP Nation and uh, Legacy 4X on Instagram that I recently just turned into Legacy Films. So all my videos and like my film videos I'm doing for people, uh, they will all be available over there on that page. I just put out one of my, my, my young guy, future world champion, only 15 years old. He's getting offers from, from a very big uh, promotions right now. Emiano Vargas, he is the future of boxing. Go check that out over there. And yeah, that's all I pretty much got.
Man, uh, and as always, man, you guys have a wonderful week. Uh, yeah. As we said before, have a happy holiday. Stay safe if you're doing anything, please, please. man. Uh, always stay safe. You know, drink responsibly, and you know, people like they get faded with their families. So yeah. drink responsibly. Don't don't be fighting your uncle. Please don't. You know, don't be fighting your uncle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took too long to say the grace. <laughs> right. Like, uncle Junior, hurry your ass up. <laughs> Please, people, no smoking around your kids. Like, I can't stand with seeing people smoke around their kids. Man, hey, if, if your grandma happened to slip on the macaroni and cheese this year, stall her out. Don't don't be set tripping on, on granny. Yeah, you need to learn how to cook the recipe, by the way. Yeah, learn, learn the recipe because she might pass away. <laughs> she might pass away soon. You don't have the recipe. And now you don't get no macaroni and uh, cheese no more. All right, man, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. This is the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, and we are out of here. Yes, sir.